0: what's up podcasters i'm back at it again like daniel with the vans i am not sure what i'm talking about today i usually have little bullet points of things i want to talk about and i kind of do have an idea but you know i'm one of those raw people that just i basically hit record and i start talking about whatever comes to my mind One of the things I want to address is trying to censor people in what they say and how they feel. You guys have to stop doing that. Just because you feel like there's a certain topic that someone shouldn't discuss for whatever reason. That's not your particular platform. That is their platform and they're using it how they see fit. So if they want to talk about this. Want to talk about that. Whether you feel like they are authority on it or not. Whether you feel like they've talked about it before. You always have the option to not listen. But y'all going to end up getting cursed out about these critiques that y'all try to give people. Thinking that you are an authority on something when you're not yourself. Because we can always nitpick and tear each other apart about our weaknesses and things that we think we have the strengths in that we honestly don't and it's proven that we don't have this strength that we think we have we can always do that or we can just be supportive or just keep it fucking pushing like I'm going to talk about aspects of my life, whether you think I should talk about them or not. I'm going to talk about being single. I'm going to talk about heartbreak and heart and pain that I've experienced. I'm going to talk about being a single mother. I'm going to talk about fighting through this um, pandemic. I'm going to talk about career woes. These are things that I talk about that make me fucking human. And y'all know I'm such a fucking lady with my cursing so you know, excuse that. I'm going to talk about things that make me mean, things that I experience, the things that I go through. I'm a human being, so I have every right to talk about them. I wish people would stop trying to tell me how to use my platform when I'm going to use my platform any way I see fit. It's therapeutic for me. You always have the option not to listen. You always have that option. I'm not one of these people that's pandering for listeners to begging people to listen. I post it. I share it. Bam, that's it. Either you go listen or you don't. But to me, this is very therapeutic for me. And I will talk about the things that I want to talk about. I'm going to, of course, try to talk about different things every time. I don't want to talk about the same shit all over and over. That's redundant. Nobody wants to hear that. I know that for a fact. Hell, i don't even want to talk about the same shit over and over because you know there are things i'm trying to get past and things i'm trying to get over things i'm trying to work through i don't even want to talk about the same shit all the time but when i do decide to talk about something what y'all are not gonna do is tell me that i should i'm not doing that and anybody who knows me knows how militant i am they know how defiant i am and they know that I do whatever I want to do, how I seep it, when I seep it. And I will not be moved. I shall not be moved. Um, another thing I want to talk about is people who always, on purpose, go against the grain. Not people who are movers and shakers and who are making a big difference in the world. But people who just like to be... uh, be um what's the word i'm looking for you guys i hate when i lose my train of thought uh, or or the word i'm trying to say i still have my train of thought but i'm trying to think of the word i was dropping my dang phone being unprofessional because i should have it mounted somewhere but i do not um what is the word i am looking for they they have they call it oppositional defiance that's the nerve, uh, that's a mental disorder they have. For people who always want to go against what everybody says. Because they think that it's attention is something that's going to get attention. They think that it's good to be controversial. They think that their difference of opinion is something that people are going to enjoy. When it's really fucking annoying. Because it's like you're only doing this because you feel like you're going to be different from everybody else. And I'm not saying be don't be a free thinker. Don't think with your own mind. Don't think with your own brain. Of course, I'm the biggest advocate of that. But don't do things just to get attention and just to be opposite from other people and just to be argumentative. Nobody likes that at all. And what you're going to do is you're going to get opposition from people and you're going to get arguments from people and you're going to turn people away from you. You're going to turn people away from you. Like who wants somebody who is... They have all the facts in front of them but they're like well i don't believe that i believe this happened i believe that happened but you have all the facts laid out in front of you and you still saying you don't believe it and you're doing this with everything everything that's happening that's annoying that's annoying it doesn't make you be different it doesn't make you stand out it makes you look you're annoying that's honestly that's what that is there's no other word i could say for that but it is what it is. Grown-ups do what grown-ups do. Grown-ups do whatever they want to do. But you got to expect whatever you get from other grown-ups. Because that's how the world works. I'm, you know, I'm not a people pleaser. I never have been. I never planned to be. I'm 46. If I haven't started people pleasing yet, I ain't going to start. I, It's never going to happen. That's just not my forte. That's just not something that I'm going to do. So, hey, lo and behold, y'all don't people please. I do what I want. Um, I will bring this up. But I don't want to jinx it. So I, I'll bring it up another, another date. I'll just say that I am back in a dating world and someone sparked my interest. I'll just say that. But I'm going to leave it at that because I am a believer in when you talk about things that you can jinx it. And I'm just not, I'm going to leave it at that. And a lot of times I have what is called false start. So I ain't get ready to say, oh yeah, this third and the third happened. And, you know, and it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be yet. So I am I will We'll know in the future. So as I continue to do my weekly podcast, we'll, that'll be something that we can talk about. Nothing has changed since my last podcast last week. Police officers are still killing black men like it's a sport, which makes me think it is a sport for them and it's disgusting and it's like it's a shame that you have become so numb to something that you're so used to seeing it on 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 t v that you are just kind of oblivious and i'm not oblivious don't don't take my words to heart i'm not oblivious, but it makes you be just numb to everything that that's going on it makes you be numb police officers shooting people seven times in the back 18 year old just got killed running from the cops he threw now mind you he threw the gun doesn't mean he could have had another one of course but he threw the gun and he was running so the answer is to shoot him that's fucking stupid to me and it's like nobody is just nobody's doing anything about what they are doing and it's just it's crazy to me it's really crazy (sighs) it's frustrating because i have a 25 year old nephew you know i date black men i have black male friends black male family members and it's like you gotta be worried about them going out into the world and they gonna make it home When I get somebody, you know, in my life solid, he's definitely going to be a black man. I'm going to be worried about him. Is he going to make it home in one piece? And it's always going to be something that's a worry to me. I was dealing with this guy and I used to always tell him, you're not, we're not, you know, dating. You're not my man. However, I want you to let me know when you get home because you're a black man living in America. And he kind of would be like, "Oh, I was overreacting." I'm like, "No, I'm not trying to keep tabs on you. I'm, I just want to make sure that you got it home, got home safe. Because it is a real possibility that you won't, and that's sad to say. I never thought I would be saying that in my lifetime that you, being black, you might not make it home the next day, the next, you know, might not make it home. I never thought that would be something I would have to be saying." I just never did. We took advantage of those liberties because there were liberties that we had. But now it's like we don't have that anymore. And it's, 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 it's sad. It's very sad. It's disheartening. It's heartbreaking. It's crazy. And then we have, I think I talked about this last time, about the craziness of... The mail being all messed up because Donald Trump really thinks that we're going to send in our ballots for him and trust that. We're not doing it, Trump. We're not doing it. And I guess he saw that it wasn't going to go over like he thought it was going to go over. And he started resuming the mail. But like, how dare you use the a, a postal system, something that's been a system before, you, way before any of us were born, and just abuse it like that. That's That's crazy to me. His abuse of power is ridiculous. And I can't believe that people would rather be so ingrained in racial injustice, prejudice, racism, everything that you would be thinking about reelecting this man just because you want to be openly racist and prejudiced. Are you kidding me? This is going to affect everybody in the long run, you included a lot of people turned on him because they thought he was the answer and then when they got in there he made those tax break decisions and it didn't work in their favor oh they were furious oh you want to be mad now because it's affecting your money is it is that the only thing that people of other races understand is if we fuck with your money it seems so that's why when people do things these karens go out here acting all crazy i say hit them where it hurts We are snatching jobs. We are um, closing businesses down. We're doing everything. We're going to get back where it hurts, and that's your pocket. They say hit a man where it hurts, and then hit him in his pocket. That same thing applies to these people out here trying to do racist and prejudiced things. Honey, we're going to hit you where it hurts right in the pocket, baby. And it's no problem for us to do that. You get what you get. If you want to fuck with our lives, we are gonna fuck with your money, which you consider your lies. So, oh well. You you get what you you get what you get. We we know we can't get you any other way but that. So that's what we're doing. I'm sorry, you guys. I had to take a little bit of sip. My throat was getting a little dry. So we start hitting them in their pockets. We start coming after those jobs, going after those businesses. You don't deserve to make a penny if you're going to be a racist dick. That's the nicest way I can say that. Karen, you don't deserve to have a flourishing business. You don't deserve to have a a, pros- a profitable job or prosperous job if you're going to act like that, Karen. So we might as well take that job from you. You don't deserve it anyway. I'm quite sure somebody black was overlooked for that position. who was more qualified than you anyway, so... Why not? It happens all the time in the corporate world. I have a lot of ventures and ideas. I want to do businesses of my own. But do you know how hard it is as a black person to get something started? Because they don't want to give us loans. Especially if you don't have tip-top credit, which at this current time, I do not. But I'm saying at this current time because I'm definitely working on getting my finances in order and working on getting my um credit in order i don't want to be in a whole my whole life even though i'm not but i want to be in a the best financial position that i can be in because i want to have something that i need i leave for my daughter i want to have a legacy for her i want her to be able to carry on once i'm gone and be able to be financially secure I'm definitely going to drill into her her head about securing financial, having financial security, investing, keeping your credit on on score. Like my parents taught me about keeping my credit, you know, but as an adult, I'm going to do whatever I want. But investing was not something that we discussed. Saving, of course, saving your money, but investing wasn't something we discussed. And I'm definitely going to make sure my daughter knows that investing is important. I want her to invest. I want her to save. I want her to have something of her own. I want all of that for her. I want my daughter to be well-rounded financially. Because, unfortunately, we have to work harder in this world as a black uh, race to get ahead, stay ahead, stay afloat. You know, we have to work harder. And that's been proven. We know it. We don't even have to have any scientific data to know that. It's been proven so at my age i'm not close to retirement yet um i got about what 19 years i still want to be able to relax and enjoy life and not be worried about my income and what i'm gonna do once i get retirement age and living you know just poorly at retirement age I want to be able to live well I definitely want to be doing better than what I'm doing now I have like I said I have business ideas business ventures in my head that I just want to be able to hash out, but of course it requires money. So I'm in the works of like 2020 has been a shit year for me. I'm not gonna sit up here and lie, but I want I'm trying to get myself back in order to get things back on track for myself, so that I can do something different than just work the everyday nine to five. Do something of my own as well. That nobody could put a stamp on except myself. It's just gonna be mine, Tamisha's, Mishi's exclusively. And that's important i don't think we drill the importance of that into our children enough but i'm starting to see that we are now and i like that because our kids have to know that the future is gonna depend on themselves that Whitney Houston song wasn't a joke i believe the children are our future and they are that shit is real as real can get sometimes we hear songs and we like them and when they're, when they're our favorite song well you got to think about what those songs are saying too that stuff is real as real can get now i'm not here to criticize whitney but i will give one critique she sang one of the greatest songs ever which was that one and it was about kids but didn't follow through with her own and that's sad I love Whitney Houston. I didn't have any issues with her, but I definitely had an issue with the way her and Bobby carried on when it came to Bobby Christina and it affected her. And that's proof is in the pudding that the things that you do affect your children. So people want to act like, oh, they're children. Okay, children who are watching and learning from you. It does. My daughter can never say, my mama was this and my mama was doing that. She can't say that because I. I I won't do certain things because of her. She turns 11 tomorrow. I'm excited about that. I am pissed, however, because the gift that I did get her that she asked me for will not be there to her in time for her birthday, which sucks. Disappointing at best, but it is what it is. At least I got it for her and I was able to get it for her. So got some things coming up in my career hopefully they will pan out and be for the better i hope they are that they could put me in a better position financially and just resolve some of the issues that i'm having financially and just let me get my career that i wanted to I've been wanting to do before this pandemic hit as a pharmacy tech up and running I'm really debating going back to school and studying pharmacy, but I don't know. It's still up in the works. I'm going to see how I like, uh, because I didn't get to be a pharmacy tech that long before this pandemic hit. So I'm going to see how I feel about being a pharmacy tech within a year. I'm applying for that position. I'm applying for that position at different places. So I'm going to see how it all pans out. I really am I'm I'm excited I'm hopeful I am excited hopeful you know I have confidence I have faith so I'm gonna see how that pans out I did like being the pharmacy tech I was before everything went to shit in this world I did like it so I enjoy it and I just want to go back into the field and see and just see how I do and see if I really like it because I didn't get a chance to I feel be in it long enough to really get a real feel of it and see if I'm going to be in love with it like I i have been a dispatcher most of my life I do love dispatching honestly certain aspects of it I didn't but I do love it I like being a 911 dispatcher I did not like the company that I was working for let me tell you Grady Health Grady EMS, the pits, the favoritism, the disrespect, the it was just a lot of horrible, narcissistic, unprofessional behavior going on there. And it was the worst 911 system to work for. I do want to work try other ones, possibly, if this pharmacy tech. Um, uh, job does not work out for me but i would never work for grady hospital in the nine hundred and eleven department again ever it was terrible it was a horrible experience for me and the thing is if they don't feel like you are one of the bunch to them or you're part of the clique they do not treat you well they do not treat you well and that's fucked up to say but they that's the reality and I'm, I don't care about naming names because it's Grady Hospital and I said what I said and it's the truth. It's not slander when it's true. That is from the trainer on down to management. On up to management, I should say, not down. It was ridiculous. That was my worst experience being a dispatcher ever. But I did learn the most there, I will say that. But it was my worst experience it left me heartbroken it left me sad about that job because i really did like it and it's just like i couldn't stay there because i already knew that i wasn't what they considered one of the bunch no reason wasn't that i wasn't personable and wasn't nice i don't know why they felt like i did i wasn't one of the bunch that they wanted to be one of the bunch the girl i was in training with she was a favorite in the class it was only two of us she was a favorite in the class and she surely made it and she and that trainer made sure she progressed and I did not progress like I should have progressed I should have been so much further along than I was but I was like you know I am not going to give anybody an opportunity to abuse me nope I don't care if it's a job or not I'm going to stand up for myself and if I feel like I'm being mistreated and abused I'm going to say something craziness it was just craziness there and i really did like being i did like the job did i like the people no because they were full of shit they were full of shit they did not have an interest in helping me succeed and that's the truth that's from the trainers to the supervisors and the management higher-ups didn't even give a fuck because they were so oblivious to everything that was going on they trusted them lying ass scheming ass managers and trainers so much Uh, supervisors and training so much that they just let them run amok let them run amok and that's the truth i would never recommend a soul working there never never at grady ems ever never i would never recommend anybody to work there it's terrible um and when the person I was in training with, she said, I see everything that you're talking about now. She said, when I was in it, in real training, I was thinking maybe you were overreacting. Maybe you just felt slighted or maybe you felt um, a certain way because I had gotten interviewed to be permanent and you hadn't. And that you weren't um, moving forward like you wanted to. She said, but I see it. She said they bully people. She said, they're like a gang. They're a bunch of bullies. And she said she told them that. They bully people. They make sure people don't prosper. Make sure people don't progress. She said, I see it. I said, I told you. I said, y'all thought I was overreacting. I was making up stuff. And I was, I wasn't. It was a terrible, 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 terrible department to work for. Um, I have lots of reasons why I don't want to go work at Grady Hospital. I have plenty of reasons for that. I won't be doing that. I have no interest in working at Grady Hospital. I'm good. So I'm making sure that I stay outside of that Grady Health system and just keep it like it is. I can succeed other places. I am so ready for this pandemic to be over. I would like to, I was going to take my first out of country trip because I've never been out of the country. I've been all over it, but never out. And I was going to take my first trip, take my daughter with me, of course, because she's never been out of the country yet. But I didn't even get a chance to do do that. 2020, it's like this year didn't even happen because everything has literally been frozen for us. It's like travel's frozen. Everything's frozen. It's just, it's the worst. This has been the worst year. The worst year ever. 2020's been acting up, okay? It's been acting up. But you know what? Things will get better. They always say things get worse before they get better. Well, things will get better and I'm confident that they will eventually get better. I don't feel like we're going to be stuck in this for long, but we definitely have to make sure we take care of ourselves, follow instructions about staying home, follow instructions about quarantining and just make sure that we're diligent in our own health care so we don't end up being a patient. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I will be making another one next week. And I'm going to get better at this, guys. I appreciate you sticking with me. Because I usually have my bullet points laid out, at least in my mind. But I didn't this time. And so it was kind of random what I was talking about. But I still felt the need for my weekly therapy session and speaking. And I got to go back and uh, answer some texts and some calls that I'm avoiding. One from which I hope is going to be my future. We'll see and I shall see and I shall keep you guys posted on that as well. So, you guys take care. You have a fantastic weekend. Fantastic next week as well. Comment on this, subscribe to this, share this podcast. Somebody, it might help somebody, might not help you, but it might help somebody else. Maybe somebody else can identify with me, feel where I'm coming from and enjoy it. You never know. All right, you guys, I'll see you later. I'm out. Peace. Love y'all.